Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Travel and Tourism Podcast, my first season. My guest today worked for Club Ed from October 2018 to March 2021 as a fitness instructor. Her first season was in Club Med Cancun, but she also was at the opening of Club Med Miches in the Dominican Republic, and she worked in Turks and Caicos as well. She is quite accomplished in the world of fitness. Here are just some of her certifications. She is a certified cycling, Zumba, Aqua Zumba, and Zumba Kids instructor. She is also a nutrition coach, yoga instructor, personal trainer, strength and conditioning coach, and a naturopath ND. And she also has an accountancy degree from the Université du Québec. Good Lord, my guest makes me wonder what the heck I have been doing with my life. Uh, so please, please help me welcome to my first season, the incredible Melissa Farla. Hey, Melissa, how are you? Comment ça va? Great, thank you. I'm doing good, good, good. Everything okay in, over there? I hear you're in Cancun. Yes, I do. I'm in Cancun and everything is great. Well, yeah, I lived there for a year, so I really, really do miss uh, Cancun. It's a great place. Lots of lots of things to do, lots of stuff to see, right? Yes, exactly. I feel that it's the best of both worlds between the Caribbean and between the Canada or the U.S. And you never have to see snow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Sounds like heaven to me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for for joining us and agreeing to share your story with us here today. Thank you. It's my pleasure. All right. So I know you traveled quite extensively. So uh, why don't you take me back to at least when you were you were living and working in, in Portugal, correct? I think you started there in the summer of 2016. My first backpack trip was in 2015, and I just fall in love with Portugal and Spain and some other country. So then in 2016, I was like, I will go back to Portugal and I will find a job. I want to work there during the summer and I was still doing my study, but I was like, I need I need to have a different experience. Now is backpacking as good or as bad as I think it is? Is it fun? It is fun. It's it's a really special experience. I don't think I could do it again. I mean, I could do the backpack, but the part that staying in an old in an hostel that sometimes you have 30% in the same room as you, I'm not sure I could do that again, but it's really a great experience. You travel alone, but you are never lonely. You meet different people from different nationalities. And I, I really think that it was a great experience for me. And I learned so much from doing that. Yeah, it looks like because I think you were working uh, in a rest in a restaurant, right? And at one point, the manager asked you to lead some crazy signs, but you didn't know what crazy signs were, right? Like you were just uh, doing dances, and people, the customers were following. You. Is that right? It was not the crazy sign uh, because at that point, I didn't know what was Club Med. For me, it was, <laughs> I had no idea what was Club Med. So uh, I wanted to have a job in Portugal and it's very difficult uh, because I was not speaking Portuguese. My English at that time was not super good. Uh, so I just been really lucky to find a job in a restaurant bar because it was the summer and they knew that they will have a lot of customers speaking only English or only French coming from France. So that's why they accepted <laughs> They accept to have me to work from them, but I couldn't speak any word in uh, in Portuguese. And when it was late in the night, the manager just asked me to go on the bar with another barmaid and to 
lead some kind of entertainment. And when I'm looking back at that, I'm like, yeah, that was close to crazy sign, but I had to just go with the flow with the music and decide on what I was doing, but nothing was formal. And the manager was just asking me to do that because the, the clients were liking that and they were following the dance and yeah. <laughs> it sounds like your manager watched the movie Coyote Ugly one too many times because this is sounds like what you're describing. Did you ever see this movie Coyote Ugly? I haven't. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It's basically that at one point all, all the bar bar or waitress staff get up, get up on the bar and they start dancing and the, and the, the customers go nuts. This is what it sounds like. <laughs> the first time was just, it was just like we did that for fun and then the, the clients like it. So the manager asked us to do it again. So it was pretty much me and one of the barmaids doing that almost every night. <laughs> was it the Portuguese music or more like top 40? Uh, they are mixing music. So in, in Portugal, you have you you will have Spanish music. You will have popular music because the bar I was working at is a mix is a mix with very local clients and the 50 other percent will be people traveling. So from the U.S., from Canada, from Ireland, from U.K., from Australia. So they had to to move a little bit and be flexible with the music. And did you learn like the the vira, the vira? I don't know. There's a traditional dance from Portugal. I think it's called the vira. Did you learn any of this? Uh, I learned some dance, but I cannot remember if, if it was called Vera. Yeah. Okay. Now getting back to your, I mentioned in your intro that you have quite these, you know, certifications. Okay. Did, were you doing this? Cause you're from originally from Quebec, right? So did you get all these certifications in Quebec or did you get them around the world and no my first certification as a zumba instructor the first one i did it in quebec but most of my other certification i did it with a school like based in the u.s and even my aqua zumba i did it during a zumba convention in orlando so most of my certification i did it with some yeah some association in the u.s and for the cycling certification i had the chance to get it with club med in Miches. hold the phone there are zumba conventions yes so every year normally it's in july you have a zumba convention if you want to go uh, it's a five days it's a lot of fun you can choose all the session that you want to that you want to do um you can have certification so i did zumba kids i did aqua zumba i did also street dance i did something that was like more like brazilian style so you really choose what you want there is courses on social media and every night it's a dance party so you're just moving from the morning till the night and the last day will be a fitness concert so when I was there, it was Rente de Zona that was uh, that was there. But the year before, it was Daddy Yankee. But it always uh, a different uh, a different band, a different uh, singer that is coming, and it's a lot of fun. Okay, can you tell me how you first heard about Club Med? Were you online looking around? Did you see an ad or a billboard? Yeah. So after doing a some summer working in Portugal. I wanted to continue to work in different country, but I wanted to do the job that I like, which is teaching. 
So I find a job that was teaching vacation in Kayokoko, Cuba, but it was just, it was just a week. And I was like, how can I do that longer, like six months, one year or something like that? So I just went on Google and I, I literally tried to find job like fitness instructor in the Caribbean. And that's how I find about Club Med. But before I knew the name Club Med, but I had no idea what it was really. Okay. So yeah, you had never visited or went on vacation to a Club Med, right? No. All right. Now, how long after you sent in your resume, did you get a call? It was really fast. I was coming back from my my teaching vacation in Cuba. I got the call and they scheduled my interview for the following week. So that was pretty fast. Since your your first season was in 2018, you probably got your interview in, in 2018, correct? Yes. So I got my interview between between my teaching vacation in Kayokoko and just be and I was literally about to go to Florida for my Zumba convention. So I did the interview just in between. <laughs> now, where was where was your interview? Was it in Montreal? Uh, they did it on Skype. On Skype? Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? So were there a bunch of you in a Zoom room or Skype room at the time or just you one-on-one? Just me, because normally I know they do some group interview, but I, I send... I send my resume in the summer and they do not have like the group interview in the summer. So they just did a one-on-one interview. I think it was with Bruce. I'm not sure I remember his name, but he was working in Montreal and he is from France. Okay. Did they, uh, so what did, what did they do like on a uh, Skype, a Skype interview? Did they ask to see your certifications or anything? I sent my certification by email and during the, the interview, he asked me a bunch of questions of the the place I've been traveling, uh, what I'm doing, uh, how long I've been teaching fitness classes. Then he asked me question in French, asked me question in English. So just to better know me, but it was really, I feel really comfortable during the interview and I was not really stressful. And about how long after the interview do you get told you're being going, you're going to Cancun? So it's really funny. At the end of the interview, he told me, I will see you soon in a village. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I think it went well. And he told me, you will get the answer within one week. And it's normally it's the office in Miami who needs to take the final decision. So that's why he told me it will take one week. And no matter what, you will get an answer. So the following week, I got the answer that that Clement wanted me to work for them. But the thing is, I wasn't available until September because I was I already have my flight ticket to to go to Portugal and to work for another um, another summer. So the thing is, I was literally coming back from Portugal. I was just landing in Quebec and I got the call from Clement and they just Tell me like, yeah, you will go to Cancun and we, we're just starting your visa process. So as soon as you get your visa, you will you will go to Cancun. So what do you remember about arriving that first day or week? Do you, um, would you, do you have any uh, Club Med culture shock or were you 
were you like wide-eyed and like what's going on or were you just totally comfortable it was not my first time going to cancun so when i learned that i was going to cancun i was like oh okay i've been there in vacation so i already knew the place and i it was not really a culture shock because i don't know mexico is for me, it's part of the American zone, and I traveled in other countries that was more culture shock than Mexico, uh, and it was more easy. For me, I was like, oh, that's super easy, because when I was working in Portugal, I had to find my job myself. I had to have my own insurance. I had to find an apartment. I had to pay my flight. I had to manage all my transfers. So with Clement, everything was, was included. They just manage everything for you so for me it was just really simple I just get there I have my room I have everything that is set up so I kind of feel comfortable within the first week and who is your chief of village Abdel Abdel what's his last name do you know at uh, the newer That's ones up... <laughs> oh, okay 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 yeah so he's uh he yeah I think he's he's been a long time at chief of village right I believe yes exactly Okay. Were you doing just the all, all, all the fitness? Did you have to do water aerobics too or aqua zumba? Aqua, aqua gym, uh, aqua zumba. I only started to teach it in, um, in Minches and in Turks because in Cancun we had, uh, Cancun is the village that is a little bit bigger. So it was the land sports I was teaching the aqua gym. Okay. And usually the land sport guy doesn't know what he's doing like me. And he just turns it into a massage circle, right? I don't know if you know him, but we had Nelson and well, <laughs> he's really, <laughs> he really enjoy it to teach the aqua gym and um, the ladies really enjoy it watching him teaching the ah, <laughs> Okay. He was, so he, was he was a bit very... of the, uh, I, he was the guy, the guy candy, right? As they say. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And let me, let me guess, he did it out of the water, right? I'm guessing. Exactly. And, uh, in a very small, small speedo, right? Am I, am I getting exactly. it? Okay. I got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's why I did mine under the water. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, well, what, what can you tell me? Uh, anything interesting or unusual happen? You have any stories from Cancun? I really had a great time in, in Cancun by working and also my day off. I found that I just had a lot of fun. Um, my roommate was working at the water ski. So at midday, I was always going back to my room <laughs> with the boat. So I had like, I had the chance to be on the water uh, every day. That was just amazing. My new year, of, like the new year 2019, I was with um, the designer that is is popular in Quebec. He's Jean Hordi. So I spent my New Year with him, and it was a lot of fun. And I saw him at the television, and I was like, he looks a little bit cold, but in person, is a totally different personality. He was super nice, and I really had like great time. What was his name again? Jean Hordi. And you you recognized him from TV. Yes, um, he's a popular designer in uh, in Quebec. Okay, oh, interesting. Now, since you were in Cancun for a year and you had been there on vacation, what was your favorite nightclub in Cancun? Mine was Coco Bongo. Did you have a favorite? 
Yes, my favorite is the city. It just opened on Friday, but it's always been my favorite. It's just oh, next the city, to yeah. yeah, that's the big one, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Were they still doing the uh, Wednesday night at Daddio's or anything? Did they organize a trip to Daddio's every week for the Geos or no? I don't think so. Okay. I haven't heard about it, so I don't think they are uh, they are doing it anymore. Okay. Did you get any hurricanes your time in Cancun? Because when I was there, and I left there in two thousand five, and a hurricane came, and then it turned into a family village. So did you did you know it was going to be a family village when you arrived? It was already a, yeah. It was already a family village when I started working, but I knew it. Yes, and uh, I'm very lucky. Knock on wood. <laughs> but I no, I haven't had any hurricane in all the different country I've been living, only tropical storm. Okay. And who's who's Yanis from Cancun? Who is that? Oh, Yanis is amazing. I, now he is uh, chief of village, but at the time he was the assistant. Okay. And he's from Morocco, but he's been living in France as well. So it's like French and Moroccan. And Abdel, Abdel was living in August because he needed to prepare the opening of Miches. And the following chief of village uh, was Youssef. So for like a month and a half, Yanis needed to do the interim. And it was a month that it was raining almost every day. And even with the rain, I think it was like one of my favorite months. And even for the what? guests, we just had so much fun. What? It's hard to explain. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> you know, you know, for most Joes from my day, that's the worst thing that could happen, right? The rainy day program for a week is you might as well just shoot me. Okay. <laughs> you liked exactly. it? Exactly. But it, it was so nice. And the guests were so happy that at the end of, um, of the month, he even received an email from Miami telling that like, we oh. bet like the number of the five previous years. Okay. Okay. Wait a <laughs> and, minute. Okay. Um, hold yeah. it. Excuse me, Melissa. You said the guests were very happy. Where were the yeah. majority of these guests from that week? I'm guessing not France. Yeah, I'm kidding. I love the <laughs> French. I'm guessing they were, they were they North American? Uh, in September, because like school that, that, just restart, we get more people, yeah, from the U.S. or from Canada. I uh, do it. And, okay. <laughs> yes, okay, and we get why. more like um, solo traveler. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, now you mentioned uh, Abdel did the opening, so I'm going to assume that Abdel asked you to go do to Michas, or you just wound up there, or you wanted to go there. What what happened? How how did you get from Cancun to there? I was just starting to work for Clubman. And I'm very lucky because I've been working with Melanie Grégoire. I don't know if you know her, but she's been working in fitness for like eight years or nine years. I don't know. At the moment, she's always following Abdel. But she was at fitness with me. And as soon as I start working, she just explained me a lot of things about Oakland work, what you can do, what you cannot do. So I, I feel really comfortable at as soon as I started to work and she really liked me. So she was always telling Abdel, she needs to go to Minches. She needs to go to Minches because Melanie was always following Abdel. So I think it was just my first month working in Cancun. And they were already talking to me about, do you think you would like to do the opening of Minches? <laughs> this is Melanie Gregoire? Yes. Is, does her family own the Gregoire restaurant? Is that her? <laughs> I don't know. No. Well, wait, what, what did what did Melanie do in Cancun? 
uh, fitness. So we were working was, together was, at fitness. There was, wait a minute, there was two of you? In in, uh, in Cancun, yes. Because wow. we have a lot of uh, a lot of different classes. We have classes at the same time. Oh wow! Okay, no, that that's a good idea. But you, in ba but back in the day, it was just one of you, right? Like there's one tennis instructor, one fitness, and if you got sick, well, you couldn't get sick, right? So, <laughs> well, that's good. All right. Yeah. Maybe okay. what helped as well is that Abdel's wife, she was working at fitness before. I took her position because she decided to change to work for uh, the sales department. So I took the position of his wife. So when your wife is at the fitness and you see how demanding it is, maybe it's oh yeah, it's more, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to have two fitness instructors. Oh yeah, no, it's a it's a tough job, right? I mean, uh, you know, she she probably did you know did the right thing because you, your knee your knees can only take so much every day, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Melanie Gregoire helped you go to the new village. So what what's it like opening? a brand new resort was it closed when you got there like there were no gms around i'm assuming exactly i got there before the opening and it's really funny because miches is an hour and a half from punta cana Ugh. and there is literally nothing close to miches but i hear i was it's funny because I was talking recently to someone living in Mitches and he told me that now apparently there is two other hotel next to Clement, but it was not the case when I got there. So from the airport, I was alone in my transfer because I got there like one week after the other deals. And at one point I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. The road was not done. So the construction for the road to go to Clement was not done. So I was like, maybe I got in the wrong transfer <laughs> <laughs> and it was it's surely difficult to open a village but it was a good experience the Miches, the clubman is 30 minutes away from the closest village so before the opening i was walking on the beach and i was like wow it's feel like you're in the movie you're alone in the island and it was just unbelievable and at the sunset we saw like two dolphins jumping out of the water it was just so natural and feel like you're in the middle of nowhere <laughs> only thing missing missing from this uh this picture is a, a guy with long hair named fabio right <laughs> or did they have someone like that there i'm guessing anyway so when you're, you're doing this hour and a half ride uh, it's just you and a lot of cows on the road right i'm guessing <laughs> yes exactly okay. About how long were you there until it opened? Um, maybe a little bit less than a month because my departure from Clement, from Clement Cancun was a little bit later than supposed to. And then I, I had vacation in between. Uh, so I got there maybe three weeks before the opening. Uh, and we had to, what is nice with an opening is that you're going to have to learn new shows you're going to uh in the gym we were preparing a new schedule for the fitness so we could decide what classes are we going to teach i was sitting with melanie and we were deciding uh of the type of classes uh, we were also deciding of what is the equipment that we would like to uh to order like what is missing so i could choose on that if we could choose the schedule and again it was all new choreo and i love to do the show i know it's not the case of everyone but what's, what was more funny is that before the opening, the Wi-Fi, you could only have Wi-Fi at a little spot 
and it was in the um, in the stair next to the geo building. So if you wanted to have Wi-Fi, you needed to go there. And we were losing the power really often. So sometimes we did rehearsal in the dark. And yeah, that was uh, that was totally different experience. Okay, I have a question for you because you did fitness and, you know, I was a chief of sporting club. Med, so I always used to chuckle that people, uh, guests that would show up to do an activity and they were not dressed at all. Like uh, my favorite is when my <laughs> tennis instructor would get really mad when a, uh, a guest would show up in just a Speedo to play advanced tennis. So did it ever happen that, you know, a guest shows up in just a bathing suit, no running shoes to do Zumba? And if so, how do you... Uh, how do you politely tell them to, if they have, if or ask them if they have running shoes anywhere for the class? Does that ever happen to you? Of course, and sometimes we were we were accepting it. If I can say, when we were doing the mega zumba, because the mega zumba, it was really close to the beach, and we were trying to have as much people as possible. But I had to adapt my movement because I knew that people were in bathing suit and no shoes. But okay. <laughs> Topless, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's okay, more so. for I think I was more feeling uncomfortable when they were coming in bathing suits for my stretching classes. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> well, <laughs> and it yeah. happened a couple times. Yeah, there's always a guy in a speedo that ruins everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. You stay there from November 2019 to March 2020, correct? Exactly. So, uh, did you have any? Were there any like? opening day jitters or did a shipment not arrive that was supposed to arrive because usually when you open a village you know things go wrong that's normal did anything like that happen oh, yes yes <laughs> from maybe the biggest one is that we had no ac in the jam for the opening and also we had no water like the normally we always put water for the gas and we did not have this machine and we did not have AC in the gym and they <laughs> and <laughs> I'm laughing every time I'm thinking about that but I was teaching like abs and glutes classes and the Dominican just decided that it was the right time to come to and to do the installation of the AC <laughs> Oh, uh, right, right during your class? Yes, and they asking me to push my my yoga mat. And I was like, can you see that I'm teaching your classes right now? Okay, let me guess. These repairmen were guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... What a shock. You know that <laughs> in in Miches, it's, it's not like uh, Punta Cana. The worker, the week before, they were like fishermen, or they were just like working in a little village, the village of Miches is really like a fisherman village. And I've been there before the opening. Like I hang out and I just went to a restaurant and a bar. And I was literally the first blonde that they were seeing in their life. So they were all staring at me like, what? You mean more than usual, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what okay. I mean, yes. Okay. Ow. All right. Now, what, what kind of shows do you put on? Is every show a big show or do you do you have like a two week rotation of shows nowadays in Club Med? It was uh, it was different and in Cancun, it was different in uh, Mitches and it was different in Turks and Caicos. So in in Cancun, it was the same show every, for example, every Monday was the same show. And I had the chance to work with uh, Anne Judy, which is one of the best choreographer for Club Med. 
And when I was in Cancun, she created the show Carousel and she created a bunch of show. Uh, so we we changed some show and some dance during the time that I was there. So I was keep on learning and it was not always the same thing. But normally, yes, Monday was the same the same show. In Mitches, it was different because we had professional dancer for maybe three weeks during at uh, three weeks, three days during the week. And they were just introducing two geo per show with the professional dancer. And I was one of the lucky ones to be part of a show with a professional dancer. But it was it was a lot of stress, but it was a lot of fun as well. What was uh, her name? Anjali, you said? Yes. Okay. All right. Because it was a new village, were there a lot of like Club Med uh, head office people or the top brass coming by or the president at the time? Did any of that happen? Like the VIPs, I mean? Yes, we did the opening in November, but then I think it was in February that we did the official opening with uh, Henri Giscard. And then we have Michel that I forgot his last name, but he was super nice. He came to my fitness classes. And at the same time, we had chief of village from pretty much every other village that just came to uh, to the opening. So I had the chance to meet a lot of different chief of village. They had like uh, influencer, journalists, and a bunch of people uh, for uh, for one week. Okay, that sounds nice. It was all right. Now, after this village, you go to Turks and Caicos in October 2020, correct? Yes, it was uh, postponed Rio- like three times before, yeah. because of COVID, but yes. The Rio- yeah, sorry, the reopening, because yes, uh, so March, yeah, March 2020 was the pandemic. So you went to do the reopening. Were you uh, any, were you apprehensive about that at all? Or you just wanted to go? go to club med i enjoyed my time in canada <laughs> i know most people did not like the COVID time but i haven't seen my family for a long time so i was just enjoying time with my family going to hike but yes i was hoping to to be able to get back to club med as soon as possible and i was really happy to have the opportunity to go to turks and caicos because i it was my first time in turks and caicos and i wanted to go to another country so I was supposed to go there in July and then they changed for September and then they changed for October and then November. You didn't have to do your classes in a mask right? If it was if it was outside uh, that's why I was trying to teach my classes in the theater (laughs) if it was outside I could remove it when I was doing the exercise, but I needed to put it back when I was talking to people and they changed the rules so many times. So sometimes we needed to wear it, sometimes it was fine depending on the distance with other people. But when it was outside, for example, for the morning walk and for the classes in theater, normally we could remove it. Okay, but what's it like wearing a mask in the heat? Probably not fun, right? Oh, no. Okay. And for the timeline is not super nice as well. And for and for the oh yeah, the timeline. <laughs> That's true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. And uh so you had two chief of villages there, Jose Luis and Francis Lacoste, is that right? Exactly. Um, because of all the rules, and we were one of the first villages to reopen in the American zone. 
So they wanted to be sure that everything will go properly because Cancun reopened it just before and they struggled a little bit. So they were like, okay, for Turks and Caicos, we're going to have two chief at the same time just for the opening. So Francis stayed the whole time that I was there and Jose Luis was just there uh, at the beginning, but both are really amazing chief of village. And who is your chief of sports in Turks? In Turks, it was uh, Alex. And it was Alex also in Mitches. Okay. All right. Now, please say that Jojo the dolphin didn't have to wear a mask. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you happen to see him at all? Yes. Okay. Were you swimming or you just saw him from the shore? I saw I saw him at the dock, but other time when I was um, on the boat or I was swimming, I saw other dolphin, but it was not uh, Jojo. Okay, so what's it like going from family village, family village, singles village? Oh, it's so much different. <laughs> a lot more flexibility. And I think the big change is, you know, at fitness, sometimes you have you have parents that want to do the classes with the kids, uh, or you, you have kids that just want to go in the gym to play with the equipment, and you, you have to deal with that. So of course in Turks you do not have you do not have that. But the only maybe downside is the people have less energy for your classes in Turks than in the family village. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit more party. So yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, but the uh, the nights uh, were pretty. I mean, I think the nights like is there something called the glow party? Uh, because I've heard, is that, is that what Club Med does now? Is there one night of the week where, I don't know, they make all these multicolored drinks at the bar or and people have glow sticks? Or am I wrong? I, I don't know what a glow party is. What's a glow party? <laughs> yes, and the three village, villages that I did, we had a glow party. And I had, I was the goggle dancer normally for a glow party. And yes, we had like glow stick. We had like uh, clothes that was glowing in the dark and uh, shots and and different shot with the color and um yeah that's pretty much what you said <laughs> okay and this is where you met tj walker here right so he, he would have been the dj there right yes it's so amazing he was also doing the live music for my aqua gym and i always like it when when it was him because i don't know he he was putting music that was fitting with my movement but it was live music so i don't know our connection was just pretty good so it was hard for me to to fathom like that you had live, you know, mute, uh, someone spinning for your water aerobics because back in the day, you know, we usually grabbed a boombox that hardly ever worked, you know, and then we'd have to do it without music. So this is pretty incredible that this is how it's being done nowadays. Yeah, it was not every day, but live aqua gym was maybe three times during the week, and that was always my my favorite my favorite aqua gym. <laughs> you liked aqua gym. Yes, I know. At the beginning, I wasn't sure if I liked it because it's the part of the day that the sun is super, <laughs> it's super warm and it's demanding when you are outside the water. And then I was also jumping in the water, but I, I don't know. I had fun. And in Turks, I was using, we have some dumbbell that can go in the water. And I, I had a lot of fun of using this maybe twice per week. And yeah, for me, it was, it was fun. Wait a minute. Dumbbells that go in the water? Oh boy. Uh, is it, this is this is true? <laughs> yes, but it's uh it's dumbbell um it's form. So they go in the water and it's going to make more resistance so you're working harder and we use that for 
the aqua gym because I've been teaching aqua gym in a formal gym in Quebec as well and we normally have those kind of equipment for the classes and I find it in Turks nobody was using it and I was like I want to use that so I just decided to use it and people like it were you teaching seniors uh, water aerobics in Quebec if I was teaching what? Old, old people uh in in Quebec it's a mix of it's a mix of different kind of people. I was working for a war gym. I've been teaching the aqua zumba and I've been teaching aqua gym. And the people, it's different. You have people that have injuries, so it's better for them to exercise in the water. You have older people. You can have pregnant women. You can have uh, people who have like a chronic inflammation. So in the water, they can work out without getting pain. So it's a bunch of different type of people. Hey, Melissa, since you have a dance background, did it ever happen that, I don't know, the choreographer had a day off or she was sick that you ever had to replace the choreographer at Clement? Yes. In Turks and Kaikos, I was, I was really close to the choreographer. It was one of my really good friends, uh, Zahia. And she asked me to help her to create some choreo because during COVID, we had to change things a little bit. So we needed to create happening, dance happening really often. So I was helping her. And then when she got sick, I replaced her to lead the rehearsal. So I had to, I had to teach people and make sure that everyone was ready for, uh, for the happening. Would you see yourself? Do you see yourself as a choreographer? Like if you didn't have to do fitness, would you like to be a choreographer? I really like dance and I really like to perform on the stage. I did dance before, but I, I wasn't doing dance competition, but I've been doing high level of cheerleading. And in cheerleading, of course, we have gymnastic. We have like, we lift people in the hair and we have a dance part. So I don't know if I could be a choreographer. I mean, I'm teaching Zumba and I love it. But choreographer, I never really thought about that, but I really like it to help Sarja and to replace her. I feel that I was comfortable doing that. And I also had to do the placement because she's been missing for maybe two weeks. So I had to do the placement for the show and to do all that. And it went super fine. And the, the geo told me that the placement, everything was super clear. So I think I did a kind of good job and I could, maybe I could do that. I don't know. <laughs> well, don't forget, you know, being a choreographer sounds like fun, but then you have to deal with idiots that like me who don't like rehearsal. So okay. <laughs> exactly. That's or, the thing. And you also have to deal with the geo not showing up for the rehearsal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, you mentioned cheerleading. And if I recall in high school, you, your squad won first place at the uh, cheerleading national championships in Canada, right? Exactly. So I, I won the gold medal one time and I also had the silver medal also during high school. So yes, I did the national championship. So was it like the show that on Netflix I love called Cheer? Is it like that? It's similar to that, yes. And it's uh, in the during the national you need to perform two days in a row. And the thing <laughs> I have a funny story about that. The year that we won the second place, it's actually because of a mistake of our coach. She wasn't good speaking English, so when she wrote, she she read like all the um, all the rules for the competition. 
she did not understand really good. So we did something that was illegal and we lost a lot of points on the first day. And um, the next day we changed we changed what we needed to change and then we still rank up to the silver medal and and I also won like, like the gold medal in 2000 I think it was in 2009 yeah nice congratulations thank you all right if we can take a minute just to step away from Club Med and we'll go back to Club Med is that okay yes sure okay so I'm on your website now you are a holistic fitness coach and you're currently living in Cancun, right? So what do you, what are you doing now? I work online. I'm basically doing a little bit of everything that I did in the past year, but all together. So holistic health, holistic medicine is I'm helping a lot of different conditions and a lot of different type of people to get in better shape and better health. So my goal is not just for people to lose weight is for people to be happy, to be feeling good mentally and physically. So for example, I'm working with um, people who have insulin resistance. I'm working with women who have difficulty conceiving a child. I'm working with uh, women who have PCOS, endometriosis, people who have a different hormonal imbalance, sleep, trouble sleeping, bad recovery, um, working in nutrition and all those stuff like increasing better energy, better metabolism. I also do the workout program and all those stuff. So I have a mobile app and I can do everything uh, with uh, my mobile app. And you also do it in three languages, English, French, and Spanish, correct? Yes. Okay. I like how you, because you, because you look like you're a trainer. So if you've noticed, like I've been around gyms my whole life. So there are trainers that don't look like trainers and trainers that do. So I like how you, you use this picture. I'm going to put the link, uh, everyone on in the show notes so you can see your website because so your advertisement is you because you look like a trainer. So you're mm. someone that I would, I would take advice from, right? Did you, do you get what I mean? Like, I'm sure you've seen some yes. trainers, trainers that don't look like they train, right? <laughs> exactly. But even myself, I mean, I probably had all the different weight and shape that that are possible. So I know how it can be a struggle. So that's why I think I can be a good coach. I understand all those uh, struggles and that you can be, sometimes you can have even a too low weight and sometimes you're overweight. Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah. And for online coaching, it's fitness, holistic coaching, and also live workouts, correct? Exactly. Okay. Wow. Excellent. So yes, yeah, so I'll put the link in there and uh, yeah, please, please, please check her out. Now, if we could go back to Club Med, did you have any, uh, did you have a favorite crazy sign when you were there? Like, I, I don't know what the new ones are, are nowadays. Or are they still playing the golden oldies, the classics? <laughs> yeah, they are still um, playing the classic. I don't know why, but I really like it. The Azukita, that was one of the newest probably because I was already doing that song in Zumba, but in Zumba, it was a different choreo. And then the crazy sign that is, uh, I got it from my daddy. Yeah, I love it, that one as well. well I think a, that was yeah, my favorite that, that's, that's strange, you know, because you you learn uh, this dance in Zumba and then you have to relearn it in Club Med. That, I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to tell and, your, bo your body, no, I turn this way, not that way. <laughs> But it, it's not just happening with Azukita. I mean, um, 
I've been teaching Zumba classes since 2014, so there is other song that was used for Crazy Sign that I already had another choreo on it, so I had two, but you get used to it. I'm teaching Zumba, sometimes I have to prepare a whole classes of one hour in just one day or two days, so my brain is is getting it. <laughs> now, who did you, Melissa, like working with in all, all your seasons? Like, is there anyone that you enjoyed working with, spending time with? Yes, in Cancun, Roxanne, that was my roommate. We are still friends and uh, I always go to see her when I'm coming to Quebec. Then I had Catherine that was working at the guest relation. Melanie that, I, that I've been talking about her because I really love her and, um, and I'm really excited because technically I should be able to see her soon. Coming oh, Melanie, Melanie Gregoire from Restaurant Gregoire. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> please, please tell her I like her restaurant. Okay. okay. <laughs> and Nelson, the, the guy from the Aqua Gym, he is now living in Cancun like I do. And he, he is also an on online coach. So we do pretty much the same thing. Uh, so sometimes we, uh, we see each other. We are almost... Uh, we're living like five minutes walking from each other. So I'm still seeing Nelson and he was with me in Miches and in Cancun. Uh, then there is, uh, I mentioned it, but in Turks, Zahia was uh, really one of my favorite. Uh, Gio, she was the choreographer. Then I had Cynthia that I worked with in Miches and in Cancun. She was at the snorkeling. And I'm not the only one who remember her, like all the Gio and the the GM, the GM, they're always talking to me about Cynthia. Do you remember Cynthia? And she was just really lovely. She's Mexican. And um, and yeah, that was one of my favorite geos. And I, I'm surely forgetting some people because there is so many great person I've had the chance to uh, to meet uh, in Miches. And I said it before, but Yanis was uh, also one of my favorite manager uh, and just the person that he is, is amazing. Okay. And you also met Marc Labrèche, no? He's a French-Canadian comedian. Where, where, what village did you meet him at? In uh, Miches. He was in vacation in Miches, and he was training in the gym like a normal person. He's one of the celebrities. I, I can tell that he is exactly the same person when you see him in the television and when you see him in person for real. Okay. Now... Did the um? I'm just curious because I I've met a few celebrities myself, but when I met Stéphane Rousseau from Quebec, I didn't know who he was, but all the French Canadian geos did, and they're like, you don't know who Stéphane? No, he's just a nice guy. I you know, I met him in Saint Lucia before. You met him in Saint Lucia, but I think he liked he liked knowing that I didn't know who he was, <laughs> because uh, every everyone else, the French Canadian geos were like, uh, do do Madame Jigger, please do Madame Jigger. So did it happen that? Other people didn't know that he was famous, like only the French Canadians knew? Yes, of course. And in the opposite, we had, once we had like a celebrity from Italy and I had no idea that it was a celebrity. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. That that happens, right? When, when you don't know them, then to you, they're not famous, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Considering you and Nelson live in Cancun, this is not fair, you know, this is not fair that XGOs get to live in Cancun because <laughs> I love Cancun. <laughs> I spent a year there and I would like to live there. But so is it possible since you're you're kind of living in paradise, is it possible that you don't miss anything about Club Med? Or if you do miss something about Club Med, what, what do you miss? 
Yeah, so by living in Cancun, I still enjoy a part of uh, the lifestyle that could be like uh, like Club Med. But I'm working online, so I'm in front of my laptop pretty much all day. <laughs> so yeah, there is things that I miss about Club Med. I think Club Med is like a big family. Uh, you are just around people that are happy, nice people, friendly people. I was teaching my classes outside, which is nice. For example, in Cancun, you're in the shade. So you're outside, but you're in the shade. So there is thing that I'm missing. Like uh, also the show is something that I was enjoying a lot and that I'm missing. I think that's why last year I took a little contract in Cancun as a cheerleader for Cancun football teams because I wanted to kind of um, find something similar to the dance show, even if it was different. But um yeah, and maybe the food, not having to cook. <laughs> yes, or do dishes, right? Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute, Cancun has a football team? Um, Only last year. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. They won it's the championship, then, then left, right? Yeah, but there is professional sport. You have um, you have football, which is soccer. You have a baseball professional team. And last year, it was the first year that we were having an American football team in Cancun. And half of the team was a player from the U.S. And um, the league was already running since a couple of years, but it was really the first year that Cancun could uh, host a team. But yeah, they didn't have enough money to uh, <laughs> to be able to uh, continue their operation. So Okay. You told me something. Well, you you gave me some some notes before your interview. I forgot to ask you this when you were at uh, Meech's, but is it true that there was a a shuttle between the club at Punta Cana, your village, and if you wanted to go there on your day off, you could? Is that true? Yes. I don't know if it's still like that, but we had a shuttle. So most of my day off, I spent it going to Club Med Punta Cana or um, to visit other part of, of Dominican Republic. But they did that because we were so alone. <laughs> there were just nothing close to uh, Clement Miches. So they gave us the opportunity to go to uh, to Clement Punta Cana. And the good thing is after after your day pass at, at Clement Punta Cana, we were also making a stop at the shopping center. I forgot the name of this shopping center, but we could stop there if you needed to buy things. We had like 30 minutes and then we were heading back to Miches. So I had the chance to meet other geos in Punta Cana and to to kind of fill in vacation. <laughs> but are you saying on your day off, you spent roughly three hours on a bus though? It was depending on who was driving. Oh, got it. Okay. So if you had old lead, <laughs> lead foot there, you, it would only be 45 minutes, right? Okay. <laughs> Round trip. Okay. okay. But uh, but it was it at least an hour and a half to get there or no? Uh, be, between, between, I think, 50 minutes and, and an hour and a half, depending on how it was going on the road. Oh, wow. I think I would have stayed put. Okay. okay. I, hate, I hate long bus rides or anything like that, but wow. But that's good that they offered that. I mean, that, that's, that's a nice, uh, nice touch, I think. Yes. Okay, Melissa, we're nearing the end of the interview. Uh, I just wanted to ask if you thought that any of the three resorts you worked at were, were magical in a way. I'm, I'm wondering if it's Cancun, because I know when you went to Cancun for a family vacation, as, as they do in some resorts and Clumbed also, they choose people from the audience to be part of the show and they throw you on without any rehearsal. So th this happened to you, correct? When you went on vacation? 
Yes, exactly. I I did the Greece show and I had no I had no idea I would do that. They just picked me up and and one hour later I was in the show. Yeah, so little did you know that you were like 17, so little little did you know in the future that you would actually be doing that, right? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea at that time, yeah. <laughs> so was Cancun because it was your first season? Was that your magical season or do you just like them all for different reasons? I think yes, and it's also a special place for me. I, that's why I'm I'm living here, and now I have the residency. And I think Cancun, it's there is so many things to do, even when you're off, when you're working, and the club is big. There's a lot of activity uh, at Club Med Cancun as well. So probably it's my yeah, it's probably my magic season. But I have to say that I really like Turks. The beach was just wonderful. The water. And it's adult only, so it was really different. So they they are all they all have their special things, but I can say that Cancun would probably rank number one. Okay, excellent. So is, did I forget to ask you anything? Is there anything you wanted to say? I mean, I guess I'm assuming you you have no regrets and you wouldn't have changed anything the way you did it, right? I think it, yeah, I think it was pretty much everything uh, about uh, Club Med. No, I do not. I do not have regrets. I went back to Clomet Cancun just for a night pass and I had a lot of fun and I just been able to see again some people I've been working at in Miches and in Turks that they are now in Clomet Cancun. So it's, I mean, Clomet is always a family and yeah, I really appreciate my time and I learned so much by working out for Clement. Well, Melissa, thank you so, so much for, for agreeing to come on and sharing your story. Thank you so much. Merci beaucoup. Thank you for having me. It's really uh, a pleasure to uh, to share my experience. And don't forget, listeners, to check her out. I'm going to be putting the link to her website. So if you're like me and you need to get in shape, okay, please consult her website. Put that in the show notes for you. And here is where we say goodbye to our listeners and all your friends listening, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye.